Journey to Pascha, Orthodox Spiritual Reflections on Great Lent, brought to you by the Greek Orthodox Christian Society of the Greek Orthodox Archdiocese of Australia. In this edition of our podcast, we reflect on our daily scripture readings from Proverbs along with our saints for this day on the 26th of March. We will also bring you spiritual reflections on repentance along with our stories from the Desert Fathers. This is The Journey to Pascha. Our Daily Bread Orthodox Scripture Readings to Help Nourish the Soul Proverbs 14, 15-26 The simple believes everything but the prudent looks where he is going. A wise man is cautious and turns away from evil, but a fool throws off restraint and is careless. A man of quick temper acts foolishly, but a man of discretion is patient. The simple acquire folly, but the prudent are crowned with knowledge. The evil bow down before the good, the wicked at the gates of the righteous. The poor is disliked even by his neighbour, but the rich has many friends. He who despises his neighbour is a sinner, but happy is he who is kind to the poor. Do they not err that devise evil? Those who devise good meet loyalty and faithfulness. In all toil there is profit, but mere talk tends only to want. The crown of the wise is the wisdom, but folly is the garland of fools. A truthful witness saves lives, but one who utters lies is a betrayer. In the fear of the Lord, one has strong confidence, and his children will have a refuge. Lives of Our Saints The Holy Archangel Gabriel Gabriel is the herald of the incarnation of the Son of God. He is one of the seven archangels who stand before the throne of God. He appeared to Zacharias to announce the birth of the forerunner. Gabriel said of himself, I am Gabriel that stands in the presence of God. His name, Gabriel, means man-god. The Holy Fathers, in speaking about the Annunciation, comment 
that an archangel with such a name was sent to signify who he was and what he would be like, who would be born of the all-pure one. He would be the God-man, the mighty and powerful God. Some of the fathers understood that this same Gabriel appeared to Joachim and Anna concerning the birth of the Virgin Mary, and that Gabriel instructed Moses in the wilderness to write the book of Genesis. The Holy Fathers say that Gabriel belongs to the first and greatest order of heavenly powers, that is, the Seraphim, since the Seraphim stand closest to God. He is therefore one of the seven Seraphim closest to God. The names of the seven are Michael, Gabriel, Raphael, Uriel, Salathiel, Jegudiel, and Barachiel. To this number some add Jeremiel. Each one has his own particular service, and all are equal in honour. Why did God not send Michael? Because Michael's service is to suppress the enemies of the faith of God, while Gabriel's is the mission of announcing the salvation of mankind. Hiramata Irenaeus of Shrem It is thought that Irenaeus was a Slav. He was married and had children prior to becoming a bishop. During the reign of Maximian, he suffered for Christ. During his terrible sufferings, his relatives stood around him crying and begged him to spare himself and them, that is, to deny Christ. But this wonderful Hiramata loved the wounds he received for Christ more than all the riches of this world. Because Irenaeus did not want to deny his faith, the Prince Probus ordered that he be hurled from a bridge into the Sava River, where this shepherd of Christ's flock died, taking up his habitation among the citizens of heaven. He honourably suffered in the year 304 AD. The Venerable Malchus Malchus was a farmer from the vicinity of Antioch, and from his youth his entire soul was directed toward God. The Arabs enslaved him, and while he was in slavery, they forced him to take a black woman for a wife. He converted her to the Christian faith, and they lived together as brother and sister. Conspiring together, they escaped from bondage, but the Arabs almost overtook them. They found shelter in a cave, in which there was a lioness with her cubs, and they became frightened. But God protected them. The lioness did not harm them, but killed an Arab who tried to enter the cave to capture the runaways. When they reached Malchus's home country, he gave his wife over to a convent, and he himself entered a monastery. He lived many years in asceticism, and took up his habitation among the citizens of heaven in the 4th century. The Venerable Basil the New Basil first lived in the forest, without shelter or hearth. When he was captured, he was questioned, Who are you? He replied, One of those living on earth. Suspecting him of being a spy, they tortured him greatly. In the end, he lived for many years, in freedom, in Constantinople. He saw into all men's secrets, foretold the future, and worked great miracles. His novice was the eldress Theodora. After her death, she appeared to Basil's novice Gregory 
and described to him the twenty toll houses through which every soul must pass. On March the 25th, 944 AD, Saint Basil reposed peacefully and took up his habitation with the wondrous heavenly company. After his death, he was seen in great glory by a citizen of Constantinople. Spiritual Reflections from Lichnos, the periodical of the Greek Orthodox Christian Society. Repentance is the central theme of Christianity. It is the teaching of St. John the Forerunner in preparation for the coming of the Lord, and it is also the starting point of our Lord's teaching. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repentance, therefore, is in truth the beginning of the life in Christ. What is repentance and how are we to achieve it? We may be assisted to understand and to undertake repentance by breaking it down into three stages. The first stage is contrition. Contrition, the feeling of remorse and sorrow for our actions, is a first step in the healing of our souls especially when accompanied by tears. Contrition is the opening of our wounds and the clearing away so that the antiseptic can be applied. To do otherwise is to risk that the wound will fester and spread, causing us great damage. However, although a good start, contrition is not enough. Judas, after betraying our Lord, felt deep sorrow for his actions. So sorrowful was he that he returned the blood money and went out and hanged himself. His sorrow stopped there and did not flower into repentance. Peter also fell and felt sorrow, but he did not stop there. He returned to Christ. The second stage is the decision to return. This is the core element of repentance, the decision to turn around. In the parable of the prodigal son, this is described by the expression, he came to himself. That is, he came to his senses and realized how far he had fallen. He remembered the beauty of his father's house. He did not excuse himself. He did not blame his father or someone else for his predicament. He accepted that he was the author of his own downfall. There is no doubt that it takes real courage to repent. 
much more courage than it took for us to sin. St. John Chrysostom says, Pay attention carefully. After the sin comes the shame. Courage follows repentance. Did you pay attention to what I said? Satan upsets the order. He gives the courage to sin and the shame to repentance. The third stage are actions, the fruits of repentance. The decision to change, to abandon our former way of life, is not merely a mental exercise but must have material consequences if it is to be real. There must be a struggle to avoid falling again. In the parable of the prodigal son, this is exemplified by the journey from that foreign land back towards his father's house. Repentance for us Orthodox is not a once-off event, but rather a way of being. Since we are sinners, and we will continue to be sinners until the end of our earthly lives, we are called to live in a state of repentance. The Church prays in this way when we hear our priest calling on God with these words, that the remainder of our lives may be spent in peace and repentance we ask of the Lord, and we as the people of God respond, Grant this, O Lord. May God grant us to live in a state of repentance during this blessed Lent and throughout the remaining days of our lives. you've enjoyed this edition of the journey to pascha brought to you by the greek orthodox christian society be sure to subscribe on spotify or apple podcasts or visit nicknos.org at lychnos.org.au where you can find more orthodox articles talks and podcasts to help you on your journey this lent towards the resurrection of our lord mm-hmm.